Yes, welcome, 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 welcome. Welcome to the Lord Petty Podcast. Appreciate you tuning in. If this is your first episode, this is the only podcast in the world where we love everybody, we make fun of everything, and the universe has brought us together for a certain specific reason. And those reasons, sometimes we don't know as they're unfolding, but everything happens for a reason. So if you're here right now, um, maybe this podcast is secretly, uh, if you're not watching the video, don't understand why I'm stuttering right now. I'm trying to get the cable from behind my dome piece, my Jerome's niece. And yeah, but here you are. So hopefully you listen to this podcast. will keep you from texting your ex, uh, or, you know, butt fucking some hooker or something like that. But welcome, welcome to the Lord Petty podcast. I am your host, the, uh, big brain behind all this aka the fucking moron that took the same math class five times in my life uh i go by lord petty my government name is rodney i have uh had people call me rudney um i don't even think i don't even think i'm a rude person i just think i don't have a tolerance for bullshit okay is that being rude is it being rude to stick up for yourself or to just, you know, look at nature, right? Nature, it's not a nice place. It's really not a nice place. And I'm not saying people can't be nice because I feel like I'm a kind person. If I see somebody that needs my help and I can help them, I will help them. Or if I need to say something encouraging to somebody, if I have an opportunity to help somebody, I'll always, always help somebody. But also, I'm not going to just let somebody be a fucking douche, okay? And so when you look at nature, right, these animals are just constantly... Uh, shredding each other to parts. Is this thing? This thing always pisses me off when it when it gets un. Uh, I need a producer. Uh, but yeah, animals will like shred each other apart because that's what things do. We compete for resources and vaginas and dicks and everything. Where we're fucking competing for it nonstop. And but in the human realm, uh, you can't say that. Oh, that's so mean. Oh, you're going to hurt their feelings. No, because you know what the animals are trying to do? The animals are trying to survive and they're trying to progress. They're trying to evolve. It's the fucking uh, survival of the fittest or whatever, you know? And so with, in the human realm, because that's all socially, it's not a physical thing. We're not out like beating each other over the head with coconuts over watermelons or something. But in the human realm, it's like I'm I'm trying to evolve. I'm trying to become a better person. So if I sit around and talk about fat shaming and whatever the fuck be like oh that's so no you don't need to say that you don't yeah you do because i'm trying to be better so i don't want to be around people that aren't trying to be better i'm not saying you have to be good because i'm not good i've way higher places to go to but if you have no desire in that like get the fuck from around me you know what i mean go hang out in your little drum circle uh without the drums because you probably can't play drums and talk about uh being nice because fuck being nice be kind don't be nice be kind um yeah dude i'm not rude i'm just like i said i have a low tolerance for bullshit and so should you if you see something that's just completely off the wall like factually off the wall allow people to have their opinions but if you see somebody just not using their brain and just regurgitating some dumb shit that makes no sense check them for it you know check them for it be more like nature okay that's what we need to do. We need to get more grounded and be more like nature because that's all we are. It's where these 
fucking animals that at one point, at one point we were really weak on the food chain. And so we had to become the top of the food chain. And if all these SJWs and stuff would have been running around during the evolutionary times, they would have just been like, excuse me, dinosaur. That offends me. Well, I don't think they're actually dinosaurs around. We were just like these little five foot something uh, things that eventually learned to walk on our back legs and then our eyes. Instead of having eyes on the side of our heads like cows and shit like that so we can see grass, we have these like telescopic eyes that can scan the distance and look for... So instead of us trying to constantly search for predators, we became the predators. And... Fuck yeah, dude. That's how I'm trying to live my life. You know what birds... Uh, you know what birds... I gave it away. You want animals I really like, though, are birds. I think birds are pretty fucking fascinating. Because obviously, you know, they can fly. And then I think just like the angelic concepts of life, when you look at wings, you know, there's something cool about wings. I mean, wings are... It's, it's a... There's a mystique to wings. And birds are dope because the way the, the birds mate is the guys will all sing a song that you know but really fast and the bird bitches they will pick whoever has the dopest beat and they'll go throw it back for that one so whichever bird has the illest like whoever's hanging on the branch dropping the hottest shit uh all the bird bitches will literally flock they will literally flock and, uh, you know, lay some eggs for, for daddy. And, uh, you know, what's cool too is Mozart. He would, was it Mozart? I think it was Mozart. Wasn't Mozart deaf? God, I'm stupid. Uh, <laughs> one of those guys, um, who's the other one? Who's the other German? Because, you know, Germans... Germans, you know, we might have done a bunch of genocide and war and stuff like that, but we're also the land of the poets and musicians and science. And we're kind of, uh, you know, we're kind of up there with getting shit done. So I think that's why we want to take over the world all the time, because we're just like, I can do it better. Even though that sounded more Russian with the Germans, more like, I can do it better. Mm-hmm. And then we do do it better, dude. Oh. <laughs> Anyways, so one of those classical music guys, uh, he would just lay there. Basically, he was sampling the birds. It's like DJ Premier. How DJ Premier would hear, hear an ill sample from like a 70s record, and then he'll sample it up, chop it up, put it through the MPC, and put it on a pad. And all of a sudden, you're playing James Brown with your fingers. And so Mozart, we're just going to use Mozart because it's easier. He would just lay there and he would listen. His ears were so good and so trained. He would lay there and he'd listen to the birds go. And he'd look at which bird was getting the most bitches. Actually, I don't know if he was watching the bitches or not. But whoever had the biggest flock. And he would listen to the song and then he would recreate it and rewrite it in uh, sheet music and then have an orchestra play it. Fucking genius, dude. I wish I could just go down to the river and listen to the song of some fish or something like that and go back home and start shredding on my guitar. Yeah, dude. Uh, it's the shit. Uh, 
Speaking of, you guys know that, so I'm a huge Nirvana fan. I don't know. That's no secret. Uh, Kurt Cobain is fascinating to me. Just absolutely fascinating. And Nevermind came out 30 years ago, which is crazy because I'm 31. And I remember, so I've heard him in interviews talking about the Beatles. And so if the Beatles were around in the 60s, it seemed kind of weird to me that he was so influenced by the Beatles because that seemed like such a big time time span. It seems so different when you think of the 60s versus the 90s. But now the 90s are to the times that we're in right now in 2021. So it's basically 2021. I mean, that's crazy. You know, Nevermind came out in 91 and now it's 2021. And then when the fuck did Abbey Road come out? And like 61? So it's just kind of crazy that, uh, or may, I don't know if I'm old, but it just seems like it's withstood the test of time. And it's such simple music. It's three chord pop rock, uh, but it's just still, I, I love the simplicity of it. I love how boiled down it is, how skin and bones it is. It's just, um, yeah, it's just, it's just pure. It's just very, it's very pure. And I fucks with that, dude. I fucks with that. Uh, you know what I don't fucks with? This is kind of a weird topic. Is It's kind of a weird pivot, but just go along with me here. Uh, especially girls, but people just... People always say you should listen to your friends about your partners and stuff like that, but there's a statue of limitation on that, okay? So if you're friends with people, so if you're hanging out with your buddy... And you bring a girl into the picture and your buddy warns her about her. Yeah, you should listen because, you know, if you've been friends with this person for five years and they know you and if they care about you and they're, they they might be telling you about some warning signs about this person who's brand new in the picture, you can take that pretty serious, you know, because they're not looking through the, the rose-tinted glasses like you are, or them titty-shaded glasses and vice versa. It's the same thing with women. Um, but then a lot of times too, people will just want to actually fuck your partner if they're brand new. A lot of, especially in dude world, it's like, I'll send you bring a girl around. Everybody becomes a comedian, but, um, after a while, like if you live with somebody and that's your person, and then if your friends are talking shit about them, your friends aren't there holding you at night. Your friends aren't there giving you money when you're short. Your friends aren't there when you're sick. Your friends aren't your friend. You're not telling your most intimate things with your friends. You know what I mean? That's shit with your partner. You have a bond with your partner. Like you sleep next to them. So if your friends are trying to meddle in your fucking relationship after years of being seriously involved with each other, those friends fucking suck and they should <laughs> straight up. And they're trying to sabotage shit, you know? And it's usually just a projection of either their own stupid insecurities and their own unhappiness in their own lives. And uh, just, just look out for that is what I would try to say. Because, and it, yeah, I mean, if you're, yeah, just look out for that. That's what I would say. Um, you guys see, <laughs> you guys see, we're just going to go bang, 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 run through topics because I can't keep a straight train of thought and 
I feel like this episode sucks, but I always, I feel like every episode, whenever I record an episode, I, I feel, oh man, I probably shouldn't put that out. Then somebody messages me, oh, that's so funny. Oh, I learned something. Oh, I blah, blah, blah. Good. That's the goal. You know what I'm saying? I'm not just sitting here talking to try to hear my own voice. I actually want to help somebody out or entertain somebody. I want to get you through sitting in traffic or, you know, just a little bit of tuning out. I want to be, this is what I've been doing wrong. The thing that I've been doing wrong is I've been trying to be, I've been trying to make statements and change people's perspectives. I just want to be an escape at this point. I want people to get the fuck away from their normal lives, their normal bullshit, stupid lives for like 30 minutes and just maybe in their head, just ponder something. If you don't have the attention span to read a book or something like that, but I want the same effect where you can just tune out for like a half hour, not take it too, too uh, serious. And then if you do hear something that resonates, uh, just go along with it. And I totally just realized I forgot my phone to do the questions. So I'll have to do something really ratchet. How much time do we have? All right, sweet. Sweet, we're only at 13 minutes. Um, but yeah, what was I talking about? Was I talking about relationships? I got distracted there because my brain, this is usually, this is how my brain works. I'll be talking about something and I'll be there. But a good 40% of my brain is off somewhere else, like chewing on the next thing. That's why it's so funny when I, if I make a joke on the internet and then people start correcting me, you know, I just like, dude, I, I'm, I'm so far beyond the thing that you're trying to correct me on right now. I'm so mentally checked out of whatever that topic is already. Um, so now what I want to talk about is I want to talk about BLM being upset about vaccine passports because that is fucking hilarious. Uh, I think we're finally reaching a point where the right and the left, like the, the two far extremes are going to come together now because you got the conservative white people that act like any slight inconvenience is complete tyranny. Then you get the far lefties that act like any bit of their shortcomings is a form of racism or oppression. And then if you get the white males in that group, all they're trying to do is they've been socially rejected from like the boys club. So then what they do is they go and try to get in with women because women don't respect them for their masculine frame. So they think if they go and uh, approach these subjects from a feminine viewpoint that it'll get them laid. So basically they're the biggest creeps out there. Like a male feminist, it doesn't get much weirder than a male feminist. Um, the most, if you talk like the, a, a masculine guy will lay his life down for his woman and will protect women. You're not going to see, if you see a woman get mugged, you're not going to see a male feminist stop the mugger. You're going to see an alpha male stop the guy who ironically is the person who's getting accused of being whatever the fuck. Um, but yeah, you know what I'm saying? But uh, BLM gets shit done, dude. They know how to move the needle. So uh, it only makes sense that they're saying that these things are racist because obviously everything is racist. But uh, here's my thoughts on it, because if uh, voter ID, I'm trying, I'm trying to see how can I word this? Because remember, they were saying that the voting laws in Texas, that you need to just provide a driver's license number or an ID card number with your ballot, how they're saying, oh, that's racist because marginalized communities don't have 
access to these things. Where do you draw the line? Because, uh, okay, if voting with an ID is racist, what about cars? Are cars racist? Because you need a license to drive a car, right? Is traveling racist? Because you need to present identification to get on a plane. So, I mean, is, is the airplane racist? <laughs> Is getting a marriage certificate, is getting married or white, is is marriage rooted in white supremacy because you need a form of identification to sign a marriage license? You know what I mean? Like, are, are, is going to the corner store and buying a Colt 45 and some Newports, is that racist? Saying it probably is. <laughs> but is that, you need ID for that, right? So even anybody like the poorest person in the hood, like the the most menial things, like the shit that I just mentioned, uh, even though why would that even be racist? It's just like saying, oh, me fucking white guy going to the store and buying some beef jerky and a scratch ticket. You know what I mean? Like it's the same shit. People are so fucking sensitive, dude. Um, yeah, where do you, where do you draw the the line there? So I think it's hilarious. And the funniest thing about the vaccine passports, too, is because when everything was shut down, it was all the, like, centrist, right-leaning people and also the very far-right people. Uh, you know, the doomsday preppers that were mad when they couldn't get a haircut? Those guys. Um, those are the people keeping restaurants afloat, going out and challenging the narrative that everybody should be shut down wearing nine masks. And uh, now those people are getting banned from the restaurants, so... <laughs> that's funny it shouldn't be but you know just is what it is uh, I went to time we got time is just flying by oh my god I went down to Ballard which is just a very it's a pretty progressive it's kind of the the hipster area of Seattle where a lot of breweries it's a lot of the, a lot of the seafood industry it's kind of by the port there but Besides, so I mean, there's some fishermen, and, but it's mostly, you know, guys with calf tattoos that ride those bicycles with the really skinny tires and that enjoy whiskey and IPAs. It's kind of the demographic there. And uh, if you go, if you go at night on a Friday night, you know, there's young people partying and it's, it's a fun area, but I haven't been down to Seattle downtown like that. Or downtown specifically, but Ballard isn't downtown. But I haven't, I haven't really been going out, you know, because, I mean, there's been a pandemic. And uh, what the fuck am I going to do? Every time I go to a bar, literally, I have this. I know it's just a big internet joke that everybody's saying. But if I go to a bar, I just don't feel like I'm... Maybe it's because I don't have friends. I don't know. But I, I just, I'll be there and I just don't want to be there because I feel like we're all just here and we're thinking we're having fun, but we're really not accomplishing anything. I'm not even talking about accomplishing as far as doing anything productive, but it's just most of the time people will just be on their phones and talking about nothing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. This is what it is. But we tried to go, I was going to go, I was introducing my buddy Gert to Captain Big Dick, uh, Lincoln, you know, and Gert doesn't have a vaccine passport and the guy stops him <laughs> and he's, and so Garrett, 
he was he was wearing some Carhartts and a flannel shirt. And he still had this, like fishing beard. You know, he kind of looked more country. I was just wearing like what I am right now. Just look the way I do. And the guy was super nice to me. And he was kind of standoffish to Garrett, to Gert. And he told us we have to sit outside. We can't be inside because he didn't have a vaccine card. It's like, oh, okay, whatever. You know, Captain Big Dick shows up. We hang out for like an hour or two or something. And then we head back up north, right? We head back up north where I'm staying, where Garrett lives. Like, it's like 30 minutes north of Seattle. Very, more the more rural where you're pretty much where I went to high school at, where the senior prank was to drive tractors to school. And we go, there's this little bar out by out by my place that I'm staying. And uh, I've never been in it, okay? I've never been in it. It's always kind of been a joke that that, it used to be a biker bar when I was a little kid. When I was a little kid, it, was, it always had biker, like I think the Hells Angels and shit were active around here. So it would have bikes in front of it. And so it was just kind of a scary place. And it was the only bar in this area, okay? It's only, it's out in the boonies. And I think then it went under for a little bit. And it's just kind of the, you know, we don't like your kind around here type bar, all right? And so there, there was a motorcycle accident on the bridge going over to, to my place. And Gert goes, hey, you want to grab a beer at said bar? And I'd brought it up recently to somebody else about how I've never been in there. And I'm kind of curious. And he just, you know, so when he said, hey, let's go grab a beer here. I'm like, nah, fuck it. Let's do it. And we walk inside and I can instantly just feel the eyeballs on me. Right. And then, of course, and Gert walks in behind me and he's wearing his everything I described previously. And we go to the bar and the guy's very receptive towards him. And he's kind of looking at me like I'm some, some fucking pussy liberal. It's like, dude, you know who I am? And <laughs> has anybody ever known who somebody is that says, do you know who I am? <laughs> it's literally never happened in the history of the universe. So somebody's like, do you know who I am? Besides maybe Drake when he's being trolled or something. Nobody's ever known who the person is that's asking, do you know who I am? And so we sit down and the guy, he's wearing a Colt hat, who's the the governor, or no, who ran for governor here in Washington, who's just a very, very, very Republican guy, which Washington is weird. Washington is two different worlds because on the West side, on the Seattle side, it's all tech and real estate and foreigners coming in and buying up all the real estate and homeless people, heroin, defund the police, Black Lives Matter, uh, Pride Parade, like just that, right? And then if you go to the right side of Washington, it's gun laws, hunting, camping, uh, mountains, crazy weather season. So we're kind of we're kind of split by uh, we're we're split by a mountain range, and so a lot of people, uh, yeah, just it's it just it's different political climates, different physical climate, different everything. But the more you get outside of Seattle, you got this very condensed area, this strip. King County, it's very, very blue. But then the more you get outside, just the more and more rural it gets. So where I'm staying right now is just kind of in the middle. Like people are just to maybe you know it's biased to say normal, but uh, 
those white people in that bar, I felt uncomfortable, dude. <laughs> I felt uncomfortable. And Gert said it best. He said, I haven't even told you what happened in the fucking bar yet. I'm doing a bad, bad job at storytelling right now. But so we walk in, we sit down, and the guy's wearing a Cole Pat, who was the guy who was campaigning for all them red folks. Very pro 2A, which is, I don't even need to tell you how I feel about that, but just very, very, like nothing centrist about this guy, okay? He was, I think he was the police chief somewhere up north where he was the only employee. So he was the sheriff which he ran on that premise, but then it turned out he was literally the only cop in the whole entire county. It was that small in the whole city. And so the the bartender is wearing a Culp hat, which is cool. You know, I actually voted for Culp as well, but we don't talk about these things anymore. And there's, <laughs> there's a sign on the wall, mind you. This is about an hour, hour and a half, maybe two hours after dude got denied at one bar for not having a vaccine passport by a guy with a mustache that does the fucking loop. And then now there's a poster on the wall. It says nothing will go in or around my body without my permission. And you know, with the big vaccine needle on it. And of course everybody in this bar was obese, but, uh, just, you know, shoving, buzz in burgers down their throats and he, yeah that's pretty much oh no the best part is then it just it starts getting rowdy and like everybody's everybody's calling each other the f word which i you know i don't have any problem with gay people at all but i also really miss using that word because it's a very fun word to use and It just made me uncomfortable, dude. And as Gert said, as Gert said, I'm somewhere in the middle of that. And it was just funny seeing the two worlds. And God, this episode sucks. And I need to grab my phone. Hold up. Yeah, and the great thing is, is that you think I'm going to edit that out, and I'm not. Um, ain't nobody got time for that. Wow, dude, how did I totally fumble this? How did I completely fuck this up? Thank God I still have it. Okay. Sounded like Eminem. Okay. I'm going to attempt to drown myself. Okay. Um, these are the... I don't even know if these are lists, but Instagram follower input slash questions. So I'm just going to kind of scan through here and pick some that I think might be entertaining. If you want to send your boy a question, have something acknowledged... Or just uh, tell somebody to go fuck themselves or the opposite. Um, go ahead and message your boy and look for the sticker on my Instagram story when I when I post it. Probably on Sundays is going to be the schedule with that. 
and um, like this. Uh, Kate Brown, go eat a bag of dicks. I don't know you, but somebody wanted me to let you know to go eat a bag of dicks, okay? Uh, Lord Petty, word on the street is you're a great cook. What is your go-to meal to impress? Steaks. Um, yeah, I think that's my go-to meal because steaks are a statement in general. So if you're making somebody a steak, it's a very caring act. So if I'm ever cooking you a steak... I care about you, and it's going to be a dank fucking steak. Straight up. Um, James Lee, go fuck yourself back to North Korea. That was from Christian. Um, it's too long, too long. I can't... Tell... This is from username Life of a Girl 910. Tell fuckboys beware. I'm going to post every message from now on and at your mom. <laughs> Why? You know? Why? Imagine, imagine you're a mom just having your evening tea at some point. At least, you know, my mom likes drinking tea at night. Wow, I don't want to think about this. And all of a sudden, a fucking, your son's dick pic comes flying in from some random woman off the internet. See, this is why I don't talk to women anymore. This is why I don't do shit. Like, if, if, if you want to, I, I don't approach women at all. I really don't. Um, it's not that I'm scared of them or anything. It's honestly the opposite because 90% of the time, I'm just like fucking annoyed. Um. But speak, uh, <laughs> um, I would definitely talk to her. Uh, went to a petting, this is from Ika. Went to a petting zoo, saw some sheep. Is that what the DNC convention is like? <laughs> I don't know. But I would definitely uh, talk to you, take back everything I just said. Um, Illuminati Jade, back in it. The dudes that dress as Santa to touch kids. I don't know what I'm supposed to say about that. Dude, she's so... So I know Jade in real life, okay? And she's actually the one that introduced me to Captain Big Dick. And she came on the boat one time when we were just tied up at this Indian reservation where these Indian dudes were coming in and just dropping off fish and we're just buying the fish off of them. When I say we... Captain Big Dick was buying the fish off of him. Um, I was just there to grab the fish out of the boat and fucking throw throw the fish on the dick. And it's just, you know, a beautiful day, peaceful, just working, bro, and having a good time, kicking it with the natives, giving them blankets and shit. And then as soon as Jade shows up, all of a sudden, all conversation is about pedophilia, eyes shut, closed parties, the occult just instantly <laughs> instantly she's on her phone just trying to find all this shit um and then i have oh man i totally fumbled this you guys i totally fumbled this i want to wish somebody a very special birthday first and foremost his name is nick nick you're the fucking shit 
Big Dick Nick. See, do I know your last name? I do. Nick Gertz. I knew that. Sorry. Sorry, Nick. I have, I smoked a lot of weed when I was younger. And um, that's why I'm dumb enough to make stupid memes and do this podcast because I just turn my brain off and it just goes. But I want to wish you a very happy birthday. And I love that you like my memes and that means a lot to me. So thank you. Um, and shout out to your brother. He's a good guy. Tyler, shout out. Um, and then I had one more here. Wow, I really need to be more professional. But, nah, fuck it. This one is an actual question. Um, so this one's from JD. Says, you guys gotta let me know if you want these to be anonymous or not, because I'm just gonna, I assume it's cool to hear your name, but if you want them to be anonymous, just be like, hey, asshole, make them anonymous. So, do you think if a business has a good pay and benefits and you'll just be a number, you should work there to get ahead for yourself, to get money and pay for the business you want to run or keep looking at things in your field and learn as much as you can to try and start at a place you feel is what you wish you had from the start? JD, you got to use some commas, dog. In my case, I've been machining for five years and went to school for it but been at businesses that pays like 16 to 18 an hour. But if I worked at Boeing, I could be making 30 plus machining, but I won't learn anything new. So there it doesn't help with owning a machine shop besides the money. So I just want to hear if you think I, anyone should work in their field to learn more and be better or just get to money to run a shop. I don't know if all this makes sense. No, it does make sense. Uh, My natural inclination with that is because we live in... I just learn everything that I want to do. I just, it, it's, it's there. It's crazy the times we live in, like literally anything. If I really wanted to go study marine biology right now, I could become in my own heart and mind a fucking marine biologist because I could just go to the library and I don't even need to go to the library. I could just do it on this six-year-old phone. You know what I'm saying? Like all this shit, you see all this stuff around me? I, okay, I do have a degree in audio engineering, so I did go and learn that. But everything else, like, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing, okay? I'm just learning it. I'm just winging it. I'm just going with it. I'm just doing it. So you can learn anything. So if you were to go to Boeing, right? If you were to go to Boeing, one, it looks really good on a resume. To, uh, and if you're getting way more money, plus the benefits, I mean, I, I miss the aerospace benefits. Uh, it's just, it's an open checkbook, dude. There's so much overtime available and it's not backbreaking work by any means. And uh, yeah, it's just, it, it's, if, if you can get in there, it's, it's repetitive. It sucks staring. But if you're already working in a machine shop, I would say me, okay? I'm not a advisor here, but me personally, I would go to Boeing and I would collect that bag. And then if you're truly, truly passionate about something, you will study it in your free time. You will spend like... It's, it's uh, you know, people that just go to work and they're, you basically, okay, work to have fun on the weekends. I know this is such a cliche thing to talk about. This is like these motivational speaking cornballs and stuff. They talk about this type of shit all the time. But once you find something that you actually want to do, 
uh, when it, beca- it becomes your vocation, it's not your job. It's just, it's, it's what you do. It's, you know, you get up and you want to do it. You want to push it further. So if, if the machining thing, if you want to own your own shop, fuck yeah, dude, get to the money because you can go in your free time. You can learn shit anyway. So I would go to the money. I don't know what you're trying to learn from working because I don't know that field at all. I'm the most mechanically inept person you'll ever meet. Um, with me, it's all words and concepts and ideas and sounds, and that's how my brain works. I can't, I can't, I, I have a hard time building IKEA furniture, so I really don't know what what you're trying to do there. But if you have a chance, if you have a chance, obviously knowledge in the long run is going to be more important. So if it's something where you can learn the shit on your own, off of whatever it may be, whatever resources you might have in that field. I would go to the money, okay? That's what I would do. But if not, if it's something where you absolutely have to be hands-on watching some guy that's doing it, which I just can't see that being the case. Maybe maybe 20 years ago. 20 years ago, I said, yeah, stick it out. Uh, get the knowledge. But now it's like, dude, go to the money and then do your own fucking research. That's what I would do, okay? All right, I appreciate y'all. Let me see if there was... Uh, I'm sorry, there was a couple different things in there, but I just don't, you know. Uh, yeah, if you guys submit them, I really appreciate them. Just uh, keep them kind of where I can actually answer something. Uh, maybe I'll screen them next time, but I don't want to screen them because then it's, it's a pre-practiced answer. But thank you for tuning in. Uh, please go leave a rating. If you're watching this on YouTube, please like and subscribe. And wow, I've officially turned into that guy. I hate that guy. If you're listening to the Apple podcast app, go leave a review and leave a five-star review. Um, And whoever leaves the funniest trolling comment, I'll repost it. Okay, bye now. This shit ain't cutting it, bro. What, what the fuck are you talking? I'm gonna need you to bring in Cletus. Nah, yes, come. yes. I, I, we, we need Cletus. All right. Tell that motherfucker to come here. Fuck it. Gucci glasses. I can't see with hating on me, but you working in retail. Why your bitch talking me? Come get your female. Shut the fuck up, bitch. Look like easy. Fuck your body. And I need cheap cash. Talk that shit. Didn't leave with a beat. Yes. Said I'm a legend, and bitch. I'm a beat. Yes. Came out that country like my name was Cletus. Post fake that I look like Jelly Hall. Took my bitch to the royal tenant bar. Swanchy bitch. I'm gonna found you. And your bitch look like she about to hit me. Bitches with no con-
Shit, you made my whole fucking year. 